Audio Essay, recorded April 11th, 2011. This um, podcast here is based on a recorded conversation, a recorded psychic session that I had with a uh, who I consider a very talented psychic named Marissa Ryan. And this this session was recorded over two years ago. It was in March of 2009 that I had a half-hour conversation, and I recorded it. I do apologize. I did record it with a little handheld microphone kind of held up to my ear under a little headset on a telephone. So the audio quality is, is not great. It's pretty poor, but you can hear everything she says. And uh, this is a little bit of a portrait in a way of myself. I guess this whole blog thing has been a portrait of myself in a way. And it's interesting, you can hear, you can palpably hear the the nervousness and the anxiety and the and you can sense at how challenging this whole thing is for me, especially how it was then. Uh, in recent months, it feels like things have gotten better. 2010, 2011 were much better for me than the, than the previous few years where this stuff was um, uh, creating some very real challenges in my life. I met Marissa at the 2009 Laughlin Conference, the International UFO Congress that takes place each year in Laughlin, Nevada, until this year where it now takes place in uh, just outside of Phoenix, Arizona. But um, I met her. She did a sort of stage presentation that was impressive. Uh, she's funny. She's super approachable. She's got a nice, likable way about her. And I uh, confronted her afterwards. I walked up to her afterwards and I asked her if she could do a session for me. I explained that I had, you know, this is, I was in a sort of a challenging chapter of my life and I was seeking help anywhere I could get it. And um, what she said was that she was all booked up at the conference. She gave me her card and said, let's do a session over the phone later. And I said, fine. Uh, I followed up within a few weeks of being at the conference. I have no idea if she actually remembered who I was from the conference. She was kind of swamped by the attendees there. So what you're going to hear is an edited excerpt of the audio phone session that we had. Um, and I'll jump in periodically and, and interrupt the session with my own um, editorializing now two years later. And uh, and I also do edit a little bit um, in the session. There's a couple points when I talk about some personal things, and, and I just uh, snip those out. No no need for that. It's plenty personal without me getting into the stuff that doesn't isn't based on the content of this ongoing blog process here. Been, it was really interesting. It was really I, I stumbled on this. I actually had forgotten completely that I had recorded this, and I found this half-hour recording kind of buried in my uh, on my computer here. And I, when I re-listened to it, I was like, "Wow, this is actually really uh, interesting." And um, it's very interesting for me. I am cautious to wonder what anyone who makes it through this whole process and listens to my. Uh, editorializing as well as Marissa's words, uh, what they may think, but I gotta say, from my end, it's pretty interesting. Okay, enough of the introduction. The recorded psychic session, I, I think, speaks for itself. Please enjoy. I've been dealing in the last three years with some uh, memories that have been very oppressive. Uh, the last three years have actually been pretty hard on me. I've been depressed a lot, I've been super anxious, I've been really reclusive, and the memories that I'm dealing with are. Um, are... I kind of feel like they're scary. Well, they're pretty... I mean, they're UFO abduction memories. Right. Uh, and there's... I have no actual memory of, of anything. I have a missing time event uh, with an associated really odd 
Orange Light in the Sky that happened in 1973 or four. I, I think I think it's actually 1974. Um, in I was living in Maine in 1993. I looked out my window in the middle of the night and saw five skinny gray aliens with the big heads and the big black eyes uh, standing out my window. Right. Uh, and then promptly laid my head back down on the pillow and went back to sleep in a in a very which seems on which seems extremely strange. Calm manner. Well, kind of, kind of like sucked dry of of any kind of emotion. So calm, calm implies an emotion. It was strangely void of any emotion. So. Okay. And then I have a handful of other things that um, point to, you know, I've been reading a lot about the subject, and actually I've been involved in a documentary about the subject. And and. Uh, and What's your question for me or? Uh, here's my question. How can I? I've been so tense and so anxious and so my life has been crappy since I started looking into this. And how do I move beyond that? Well, there's a couple things. One thing that I'm, I, I communicate with spirit guides, and sometimes I communicate with spirits that are alien. And um, a couple things that I am being told about you is that you. Um, you are definitely being observed. Um, you have a very high vibrational spirit, and they're very attracted to it. Um, I, I don't think there's anything harmful. I don't think your life's in danger. I don't see any of that. I'm being told that you're supposed to be journaling all the experiences, and if that means <laughs> back to the very beginning, the first memory you have, you need to be journaling. And it's almost like I feel like it's important for you to re-experience them. So, and I'm going to give you an example. Let's say that you are at a location and all of a sudden you see a ship and you see these grays that are all there. Go back and journal what you were doing that, that night and what was your mood that you can remember and then what was your experience and just completely describe every bit of it. And then, what was? How did you feel at that time? Meaning, how did you? Um, was there any communication? Did you have anxiety? Did you have fear? Did Did you love it? You know, did you feel at peace? What every little thing that you sensed, whether it and use all your senses. Did you smell anything? Did you see anything? Did you hear anything? And write it all down. And then, and then you write down. How do you feel about that now? And you're supposed to go through each each experience, I am being told that you're going to write a book, if you haven't started already. <laughs> Keep going. Okay. This is all, okay. And that, that it's mainly, it's not necessarily for education purposes, it's just because there are more and more people waking up that have had these experiences like you, and they feel like they're either crazy or they're nuts. And even though there's millions of abduction uh, cases out there, there are still new people saying, you know, I don't believe in this, or why is this happening to me, and you will bring peace to them. Um. Okay, this is Mike. I'm chiming in very early on in this session. Uh, what Marissa said, and this is, this is what she said right at the very beginning uh, of this session, proved to be uh, really relevant. And it was relevant then, it's relevant now, and, um, you know, you can hear me nervously laughing and uh, you can hear the tension in that laughter, I think. And, uh, you know, that was me kind of being a little bit overwhelmed and a little bit freaked out at what she was sharing. Um, 
uh, I'm impressed with her skills as a, as a psychic, if that's the first thing she said, because it was very true. Now, um, I'm going to jump back into the session here. Uh, Marissa, in the next little thing, calls me a star child. And I'm not sure what that means. I get I get that a lot. People call me Starseed, and people call me Star Child, and and I honestly don't quite know how to take that. Uh, it's usually people in the form of uh, uh, you know very new agey folks will share that information. Okay, um, enough of this. Back to the recorded psychic session. A couple things that um, you I mean you you're definitely a star child because it's not just the fact that you have an alien connection that but you're also very psychic and you're very empathic and that you feel other people's feelings so you can become extreme very easily you can be around somebody who's negative or um, tired or angry or sad and then you can literally take on their emotions and feel just sucked dry after the conversation and that's because you're very empathic and that's one of your psychic senses, so you pick up on things. Um, I get that you're being psychic, that you have, a, your soul is a very high vibration and your body's a low vibration and it's trying to fit together. So it is causing some chemical imbalances in you. And I mean, let me tell you, I have them in me. I've experienced them. Hundreds of people that I've taught have all experienced them. It's from my own studies that I'm realizing it's a common trend because um, I just I'm being guided that this is also an issue, and it's because of it's just because of being very grounded. And then you come from a soul that's had so many lives on other planets that you're you're more vibrational than the average old soul. So that just makes it even harder. And so you're constantly, that's why you're going through, you could be depressed one minute and have anxiety the next minute and be excited and happy the next minute and then all of a sudden be, feel explosive and out of control and irritable the next minute. Does all that make sense to you? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, every single one, yep. Okay, so, um, you know, let me just summarize a couple things. Let me ask you a couple questions. Sure. Because I'm being told, okay? Do you, um... Does noise bother you? Loud noise. Uh, sure. I guess like, so. Can you be in a car with the radio playing and having a conversation with the other passenger? No, no, no. I got, I, I get crazy. Like when if there's like a, if I'm in a restaurant with with uh, two different radio stations on, it drives me crazy and stuff okay, like that. Okay, so. so yeah, because it's over. You get overstimulated. Okay. Okay, so you have overstimulation. Now, also, the other thing is, um, do you experience headaches? No, never. Okay. Almost never. Um, how about tension in your neck area? Not really. No? Okay. Um, do you feel agitated or do you get irritable over simple things and sometimes might feel out of control? Maybe a little bit more anxious than irritable would be probably the better way to say it. Okay. Well, many of these, these things that I'm describing are often symptoms of people that are highly psychic, highly evolved. And it's just, um, I just get a sense that you, you're starting to remember some things from past lives and you're connecting with, um, a, you've got family from other planets that come down to observe you to make sure you're okay. Okay, this is Mike chiming in here again. Uh, I have a 
kind of a knee-jerk reaction and a little I'm very cautious let me put it that way anytime uh, someone starts saying that I'm you know uh, have family on other planets um, that just doesn't ring true to me I, I don't sense it anywhere inside me at all <clears throat> the, earlier on in this that little brief segment beforehand she does talk about loud noises and um, being in rooms with loud noises there is some research going on and there is a book that someone wrote and I looked it up uh, easily googled about highly sensitive people and there's a book uh, somewhere in the title it talks about highly sensitive people and there's a little checklist on uh, on the website that you can go through and I have done that little checklist and I do qualify for whatever you know whatever whatever it counts for as someone who is highly sensitive and in as far as I can tell that basically means people who have a hard time um, <clears throat> in a room with lots of uh, loud noises uh, trying to have a conversation uh, that's a very simplified version of that but uh, I do certainly qualify for that I, I like a if I'm going to talk to someone I like to have a nice quiet environment to do so um, okay enough about that back to the recorded psychic session and so you might start having some really paranormal coincidences that happen. And it's really, it's not, what I'm being told is it's not accidental at all. It's all just adding up. Like things are starting to add up. And um, for you to not be afraid and just to welcome the experiences and not try and define them or make a purpose for them, um, I don't feel like, there is a huge purpose to them, except for the fact that... Okay, Marissa just commented about paranormal coincidences. Uh, in my vocabulary, those are profound synchronicities. I have certainly had a lot of them. Uh, she sums it up very quickly. And, and I haven't listened to this audio in... I don't think... I mean, like, just shortly after it, I recorded it, which is in, in uh, March of... 2009 and now it is April of 2011 so it's been probably close to two years since I've lived, listened to this the uh, paranormal coincidences the profound synchronicities at at that point in my life were really freaking me out they are uh, much less oppressive now I have learned to roll with them a little bit uh, and just realize that they are not uh, <clears throat> grand messages from the great beyond that uh, that imply the deepest meaning of the universe uh, that's not what I that's that was kind of what I was stuck in at that point I would get I would have these synchronicities and they would kind of I would just dwell on them and get all wigged out and now I see them as just a gentle nudge from the universe uh, and the implication the deep implication may be nothing more than simply pay attention I was very impressed at how she summed all the uh, the stuff about uh, synchronicities or coincidences. She summed that up in a way um, that impressed me because uh, I, I hadn't given her any information to for her to, to go on. Um, she didn't have anything from me to set herself up for that comment. Interesting, very interesting. Here we go back to the back to the audio conversation. Um, I, the other thing is too is I, I just was told that you may even feel disconnected from like there's somebody you haven't found yet for example you've got family on other planets and you may all of a sudden feel this emptiness or this feeling of of you know missing them or missing out or knowing that there's 
some other purpose or some other place you're supposed to be and you can't figure it out. You know what I mean? Yeah, that seems to ring true. It seems like a, it seems like more like like what my life purpose is right now is 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 uh, it seems like in the last uh, few months it seems like I've been like thrown into a uh, you know state of reexamination of everything and and it seems like uh, you know you're you're kind of hitting on most of the truisms where it seems like I'm, you know, like I'm journaling, I'm, I'm writing all this stuff down. I'm like, I've actually got a little blog that I'm starting to publish this stuff and, you know, on, on the internet. Um, so. Well, the couple things that I get about you is that you're supposed to, you need to relax about it and not real, not think everything has a meaning. Whatever is out there that's for your higher purpose absolutely knows what you know, what you need when you need it. So they are going to be giving you what you need when you need it. So don't um, you don't need to worry about am I getting it enough or do I ha- am I am I you know understanding the messages and get because some people get excited and panicked all at the same time. And I feel like everything's coming to you at appropriate times when you're ready to accept it. So just it's like sit back and enjoy the ride. Okay, for anyone who has been following this blog and following my audio essays in particular and my audio recorded interviews in particular, uh, I have very often repeated the same thing over and over and over again where I say this phenomena is generating itself in a way that is deeply personal. And I have also talked about the fact that uh, these events and these incidents have come along at intervals where... I don't think I would have been able to handle them had they have come in a more accelerated way. It feels like I'm being spoon-fed this stuff in a way that is allowing me to process it. If it had come any faster, I think I would have freaked out. Uh, I'm also recording this on April 11th, and uh, on April 10th I did a blog posting where I talk about um, is this stuff self-generated, which which almost has the same feel to it in a way where the events are, are tailored specifically uh, to the individual. And I've heard a lot of people share that. And that doesn't get, get uh, relayed in the, the core of the UFO literature. But uh, that's my sense. Whether it's self-generated or it's generated from an outside source, it is extremely personal and extremely relevant to the individual who is having the direct experience. Back to the conversation. And I feel like everything's coming to you at appropriate times when you're ready to accept it. So just, it's like, sit back and enjoy the ride. Okay, which seems to ring true. I mean, it seems like I've been very preoccupied lately trying to make sense of it, and it's kind of, uh, you know, it's kind of... uh, uh, impinged on my like regular life, where I feel like I'm, 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 you know, making too much of an effort to do self-examination. Yeah, you. It, it, well, sometimes you don't have to make sense of any of it. Sometimes it's just about the journey or the experience. You don't have to know what it means. It doesn't. Not everything has a meaning or a purpose. I mean, sometimes it's just the experience. Believe me, if they want to make contact with you and actually communicate with you, they will. Mm-hmm. So just by showing up and appearing, that's all they believe you're ready for. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you this. I am being told that you ha- you do astral travel in your sleep at night. So you're actually having out-of-body experiences. Okay, which I have no memory at all of. Or... 
that, that does that doesn't ring true for me. But but um. Yeah, they're I, they're just telling me that sometimes your your spirit leaves your body, and it's because you are learning things or being downloaded information, um, and that it will all, when it's appropriate timing, it will all come to fruition. It'll all come out. Um, but that for you don't need to be completely aware of it, and then also that um. It's like I feel like I'm getting an I'm sorry from them that sometimes you feel tired and you're not sure why. Mm, I think tired or depressed would probably be the better way to say tired. I'm not sure if it's tired is the right way. Well, maybe tired. Well, the, you know what's interesting is depression, anxiety, and all that are almost the same. Yeah. I mean, because anxiety is a form of depression. Sure, yeah, and it's actually manifesting itself as anxiety right. for me right now. Okay, so um, I'm... I don't want to keep rambling. What other questions do you have? Uh, it seems like presently uh, there is an unmistakable compulsion, is as good a word as any. It feels like I'm being compelled to come forward with this stuff uh, and talk about it openly in environments that, that, um, that, that uh, you know, this seems insane to me now because if I put the clock back three or four years, I never would have, like, imagined myself saying what I'm saying right now. But... Um, it seems like I'm being compelled to come forward and, and talk about it in a very bold way, whether that's uh, uh, I've been interviewed on uh, radio podcasting little little things and, and such. So, um, and I'm just trying to like how to, you know, how much do I trust that and how much of it is, is my own ego? Um, well, I don't feel like I think you are starting to trust. I think there was a lot of questioning about a lot of stuff that happened to you, and now you're starting to realize that it was true. It happened. So as far as questioning, I don't feel like you're really questioning as much now. I feel like you're being urged. You have this anxiety about you want to you want to give the information. Part of the anxiety I feel like you're experiencing is the fact that it's like you're not doing what you're supposed to with this information. Almost like anxiety of like, am I using this correctly? Am I telling it correctly? <laughs> am I doing it enough? Am I talking to the right people? It's like you. It's like you all of a sudden have all this to tell, and you're having anxiety that you want to make sure it's getting out fast enough and into the right people. Okay, I don't know if you, the listener, can read into what I'm hearing, but that nervous laughter that I just had was was me being um, somewhat shocked at the uh, at the exactness of Marissa's uh, insights, the exactness of her reading. I mean, she nailed it right then. Oh my God, she just described exactly what I was feeling at that moment. Okay, back to the recorded session. It's like you all of a sudden have all this to tell, and you're having anxiety that you want to make sure it's getting out fast enough and into the right people. And I'm just telling you, you don't have to worry about that, because the universe will send all the right people to you. I mean, you've already started meeting them. It's already happening. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like sit back and enjoy the ride and just, uh, just have faith that... Um, it's all going to be brought to you. You're not going to have to worry about that. I see you having, like, some little areas about you and your experiences written in some books. And you have a connection to Paola. Paola Harris. I don't know what the connection is. I keep being shown that you have a connection to her, and I feel like it has to do with an interview. Paola Harris? Why, so why did you say, do you know what that means? Well, I know Paola. Well, her, actually, it's her, her name is... is, is uh... Is her name is Paola. Yeah, well, she always says Paola. Okay, okay, she does, okay. 
Oh, that's so weird. Okay, because I sat next to her, and I actually I don't have a I, I have sort of a hard time with her. She she's she's uh I have sort of a hard time with her. I've met her twice. Well, she has a very interesting personality. Yeah, and I find it very like I don't connect. I find that like it's just kind of like, huh? Well, I don't connect with this person. I just move on. Right, but I feel like your connection with her is part of getting your story out. So it may be that you're going to she's going to interview you or write about you. But I feel like there is some. I'm just being shown her. There's some connection. Um, the other thing is, is I'm being shown you being in groups. So have you gone to a MUFON meeting or any of that? No, I've sat in the groups that are that are the abduction support group that they were holding at the Laughlin conference. I've done that two years in a row. Okay. Um, I've been to a lot of conferences, and in, 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 in the last couple of years, it's been kind of a funny thing where I've like made a huge effort to, to, to you know put myself out there and go to conferences. Okay, but you. But let me get this straight, though. You have not been to a actual MUFON. I have never been to a MUFON group. Do you have one near you? Uh, there's a small one in the state of Wyoming. Okay. And Colorado I'm, is actually pretty close to me, so yeah. I'm just being shown that there's a connection there, and it may be that it's more information or more like-minded people, but I kind of feel like you're going to be making a connection with other people that have had similar experiences, and it's purely to compare notes and it's like I feel like you're going to run into people that have something in common with you, and it's, believe me, divine intervention that it's happening. Okay. So just, you know, I, I just sit back and just enjoy the ride and take a lot of notes, and, you know, you're, you're going to remember a lot, and there's more coming your way, though. I feel like you're going to have some more experiences, some more memories happening for you. Okay. And you need to be journaling them, absolutely. Okay. You don't need to define them or make sense of them at all. You just put it on paper. Great. I've been very busy doing exactly that. Okay. Any other questions? Here's the question. Okay. This is like, I mean, you're, um, uh, you know, if I can, if I can take that in and 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 work with that, uh, that's the one thing that's been hard for me is just the, the level of anxiety that this has created in my life. Um, and that's the hardest part is, you know, finding the people that you really connect with. And I don't really feel like there's a lot of people in your area. <laughs> I really don't. You That's might want to move. I know okay. that may not be a simple thing. Okay, that might not be a simple thing, but... No. Uh, no, no, I recognize that. I mean, it's sort of funny, because I, 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 that's... that's uh... Right. I keep feeling like you're supposed to be more in a desert area. Keep going with that? I just, I don't know. I, I keep getting you very connected to um, Arizona. Um, it's Arizona or New Mexico. It's like right there. Um, I don't see Nevada, but I just keep feeling like you're very connected and that you would actually, uh, your energy would do much better in that environment. Okay. I mean, I'm a, I live in a, I'm a ski bum and I live in a beautiful spot in, in, uh, in Idaho, right next to the Tetons. And, and, uh, and it seems like the ski bum thing has kind of worked itself out. You know what I mean? It seems like I did that and kind of threw my life into that. And, and, uh, and now it seems like that's, I can sense that's kind of winding down. Yeah. I feel like it's definitely time to move on. Now, our, definitely, we're way over 15 minutes. Did you want to go 30, or...? Well, here, I'll, 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 uh, I'll let you decide. Is it, do you, what's your sense? Do you think I could benefit from, from more time? Um, you know, I think what I'm telling you is a lot of information that you already know, and that's what people come to psychics for, is they want confirmation. Yeah, which is, in a way, what I wanted. Um, and I feel like that's... I mean, I, I, you have all the answers within you. You just have to trust them. Okay, which is which? Uh, 
that's what I'm... Which is sometimes hard to trust myself, but, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah, it, it's just having that trust and faith that the information's coming when and where it's supposed to, and you believing that. And I think that once you can get your ego out of the way that says, I'm making it up, or I might embarrass myself, or I might be wrong, if you can get that out of the way, you'll be totally fine. Okay, then that's and hard. That's the hardest thing for people. Good. This is. I'm quite impressed. I was impressed with you at the at the conference, and 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 uh, this was this was. I mean, everything you said was was uh, was was right on line as far as you know what in a way what I needed to hear. So. You also have a connection. Just to add, there's something about you and reptilians. Me and reptilians. Okay. I feel like it's coming. You might see, and I almost feel like be have your eyes open because I feel like you may see, uh, literally. Like, see a human being's face turn and change. Okay. And you're going to kind of go, what the heck was that? Okay, that's a good, that's good. Sounds, that sounds, I mean, I've talked to people, I have talked to people directly who have shared that, almost that exact same experience. Um, yeah, I had an experience like that. Yeah. And it was bizarre. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not. But, um, but yeah, I just get that more stuff coming and it's all good. Good, good. Well, that's actually that's actually a good thing to hear because 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 uh, I don't have any bad memories associated with this. That this what I do have is is just uh, anxiety over over the new chapter of my life that seems to be like just like uh, uh, you, you know I've sort of taken this turn in the path and all of a sudden I've been confronted with this new life and there's there's a there's a there's an a uh, you know accompanying anxiety that's that that comes with it. So yeah, I mean sometimes it's nice to have. Uh, somebody who is very grounded and not into this because they kind of keep you in reality. Oh, and not into this, meaning? Yeah, I know. I'm saying sometimes it's good. Like, okay. for example, my husband does not have a clue what I do or how I do it. He knows what I do, but he doesn't know how. Okay. But you know what? He's a baby soul, and, and that's okay because he totally keeps me grounded. You know, he's the one that goes, okay, real, I'm reeling you back in. Come back to Earth. No, no, there's times There's times you have to, like, you know, wash the dishes, basically, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's you know, like, if everything takes balance, you know, and it's, like, it's great that I have that, because if we were both doing this work, it'd probably be, it'd be overkill, you know? Mm-hmm. So, that's, I just, it's, the, you know, that is a good aspect, but at the same time, I just need to go where there's like-minded people for, at least for now. And I have been doing exactly that. I mean, That's I'm, awesome. I'm, so. and you're, see, you're already listening. You're on the right track. And that's great. That's really great. So I wish you the best of luck, and hopefully we'll talk again soon. Okay, this has been great. Thank you so much. And I, and I, I just feel like that, that uh, you know, all the little things on my checklist have been checked off here, what I needed to get. Wonderful. Okay, well, good luck and take care. Thank you so much. Uh-huh, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, this is Mike chiming in at the end. I did a little bit of editing on that last little section there. So if it sounds a little disjointed, it is. I had some stuff come up, some other personal stuff that didn't have anything to do with anything relating to the sort of paranormal stuff, just some personal things that I asked about. And she addressed those. And it, so if you listen closely, it may seem like it's a little herky-jerky in the way it sounds. And that's just because I snipped that stuff right out. Uh, so in that last little part, she talked about seeing like a reptilian entity she said she saw somebody's face change and there was a reptile there and um 
this is very, very weird because I have talked to now three people and uh, Marissa is one of the three. Uh, and I sat next to someone at a banquet at a UFO conference and he shared a story and I'll, I'll retell the story here because it's interesting. He said, uh, you know, he's sitting at a banquet and I kind of turned to the guy next to me and I say, uh, you know, we all just sit at a big banquet style thing and just everyone sit next to everyone and there's no logic. And, and this uh, nice fellow sitting next to me, he seemed to be probably close to 50, somewhere in there. And I asked him, I sort of said, so what brings you here? And he said, well, I had an experience a while back and, and it's just left me really open to these to this phenomena at this point. And I said, oh, so what was your experience? And in a very straightforward way, which often happens at a UFO conference because all the niceties uh, and politeness of everyday society are dropped and you can jump right into the paranormal stuff, he told me a story that went like this. He was at a restaurant and he was working with a client that he had and um, just a normal Joe did nothing sort of curious or paranormal or nothing to read into this person and I asked him about it afterwards just as someone he was working with and he said that uh, that person sort of faded away and suddenly across the table from him at a restaurant was a giant eight foot tall reptilian huge muscles giant broad shoulder and a curious sort of uh, like a futuristic space reptile uniform uh, I can't quite uh, I'm doing this from memory now uh, and he said he just sat, sat there wide-eyed looked at this character across from him the character the giant reptile uh, looked back and forth throughout the restaurant and then after you know I'm not sure how long it was it doesn't sound like it was very long uh, after a moment or so less than a minute it seems like uh, the the reptile just faded back to the person to his client and the client just picked up in the conversation right where he had left off and as far as the person sitting across from him had no reference at all had no uh sensation that anything odd had happened and i and i said um, wow that is so weird that's so interesting so what was your sense i asked him what was your sense did could people in the restaurant see him see the giant reptile and he said no, that's impossible because if people had seen him, it would have cleared the restaurant out. People would have freaked out. Everyone would have, like ran to the door screaming. So yeah, he said it didn't happen. It was just him. As far as he could tell, it was just him that saw the giant reptile. So that was a very interesting story. And, uh, and I've heard almost that exact same story from one other person. I've also heard a story where, where a, someone turned into a gray alien right in front of them in a party environment almost that same situation so that was, that might be okay that's me going on for a while hey th this uh this recorded session happened uh, a little over two years ago i hadn't listened to it in 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 that time listening to it now i was struck by the relevance of it i was also struck by that the nervousness in my voice by the by the sort of palpable uh insecurities and wishy-washiness and and uh, and nervousness in my own voice uh and, and i and i do feel and i can say this honestly i feel like i'm much better now than i was two years ago there was this whole phenomenon whatever is going on and i and i'm very cautious to try to define it whatever's going on i have been in a better place recently than i was uh between about 07 
in in uh, the beginning of 2010. I was it was freaking awful. Uh, I was not in a place of peace. Presently, I feel like I'm doing pretty great. I I may uh, follow up with Marissa at some point. Um, I thought she was a very powerful psychic. I met her in person. She has a very sweet demeanor. Um, uh, she says it herself. She calls herself the Rosie O'Donnell of the psychic world, and I and I think that's true. Uh, you know, Rosie O'Donnell is a TV personality with, uh, uh, you know, a ton of personal charisma, and she's a very likable person. So, uh, yeah, uh, and it was interesting. Now, I'll also say that that uh, Marissa does not do psychic readings that are based on. Um, you know, paranormal UFO type phenomena. She says sometimes she does it, and she doesn't shy away from that. And sh most of her work is with the dead. Most of it is with uh, issues with people who have passed on. Uh, so in that sense, she's very similar to uh, another person who's been featured on this blog a bunch, and that would be Marla Fries. Uh, Marla Fries also says the same thing, where she, uh, the majority of his, her work is uh, being in touch with uh, the dead, people who have passed on into into that other realm, and um, and I also say she's very similar. Marissa is very similar to Anya Briggs, and there's one thing that they both do. And having had psychic sessions with Anya on a few occasions, and having had this one psychic session with Marissa, one thing that comes up, which I thought was very interesting, it comes up in both Anya and Marissa is that they'll talk a little bit fast and right at the end of their sentence they will say do you understand they'll impart some information they'll say oh blah 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 you know this is that what I'm feeling this is the sensations I'm getting do you understand and uh, both both Marissa and Anya do that so uh, whatever that counts for Hey, if you have made it this far, uh, uh, this this podcast in particular, this audio uh, uh, essay, has been weirdly personal. Uh, I guess they, a lot of them are, but this one seems more personal than most. And uh, and I apologize if I uh, you know I stared at my belly button a little too much, as uh, in in a, in a place of kind of heavy-handed self-examination. But um, the whole point of this blog, the whole point of this online thing that I'm doing is for me to, um, as as honestly as I can, put out the information in a real-time fashion, in real-time now, meaning I'm reflecting on something that happened two years ago, um, about this this ongoing weirdness that has that has intersected with my life, and um, I don't want to you know I, I don't want to dwell on this too much, but it is uh, it is something that I that I am taking very seriously the, the level of uh, openness that I'm trying to in, 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 encourage I guess I'm encouraging it myself uh, here and um, and if you got something out of it I think that's great if you made it this far thank you so much. Bye now. What you say, man? Quit mumbling and talk out loud.
Has anyone actually made it this far into the podcast to actually hear that song? That was Bo Diddley doing a very funny song, the kind of music I love, a song titled Mumbling Guitars. And uh, if you ever have to go through the process of editing my voice, uh, that title becomes very relevant. The end.